Coming to you live from the Little Grass Shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's the Junior Kikuema Junior Show, starring Junior Kikuema Junior. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bonhe Band as he makes any guy from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kikuema Junior. Okay, well, I, I've lost my voice again, but uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Kekoweba Jr., the show that answers the question, um, what's up, Lara? Uh, so, so we answer, we answer, we actually answered that question. So, uh, but, but anyway, hey, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we haven't done a podcast in a while. So, um, and the reason, the reason being, uh, there was a valid reason. And, uh, the reason was actually a technical thing between Spotify and us. See, so, um, yeah. So we, 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 we did this thing with Spotify and, you know, and, and so they took over our parent, um, company that we did our podcast with originally and then now we're you know with spotify so when they bought they had different terms in their agreement and it was kind of a technical thing like that but uh it's all over okay so anyway and remember when you're listening from like uh wherever you're listening from okay you are an honorary hawaiian okay so hawaiians when i say hawaiians i'm talking to you all right now let's um we're gonna talk about lahaina we're gonna talk about the United States. We're going to talk about sovereignty. We're going to talk about everything that's going on right now globally. Okay, we're going to talk about global global warming and climate change. We're going to talk about all of that. But here's the disclaimer. Okay, we're not going to talk about it like, you know, um, your regular conspiracy theorist kind of thing. Okay, uh, because because that's not what I'm here for. I'm a life coach. Okay, and I have to I have to put on the life coach hat. You know, if you guys could see, like, I have, I have my hat on right now, my life coach hat. And, um, I gotta, I gotta maintain that. Okay. So, so what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to tell you a story, um, and, and uh, about my mentor and the way I, the reason, the reason why I got into all of this and understanding all of this and the reason why I know how, uh, certain things work in the world. And then I'm going to tell you guys about how to deal with it. Okay. Because there's a lot of people, uh, doing a lot of things right now. Mm-hmm. And it's basically because um, they have a hard time coping. Okay. So in case you have a hard time coping, in case you're filled with anxiety, okay, you're checking the news all the time, or checking your social media feeds and all of that. Okay. So um, yeah, that's what I'm here to help with. Okay. But first, let me tell you the background. Okay. Now, I will tell you, Hawaiians. Now, you know, I got banned off of Facebook for a couple of days, for two days. And so this is the second day. And so tomorrow we're back on Facebook. Now, what happened on Facebook is I bridged the gap between the young people and the older people, the kupuna and the keiki. Okay. Now, when I say keiki, I'm not talking about six year olds. Okay. No, I'm, I'm talking about young people in their thirties, young people in their twenties, thirties, forties. Okay. Cause they're on Instagram. All right. Now on Facebook, and we can talk about this here because this is, this is, although this is a platform that we have to watch our P's and Q's. Okay. But this is a platform that I can, I can have my podcast on. It goes on my website. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm good over here, right? Things I cannot do on Facebook and Instagram, I can do here. Okay. Now here's the thing, right? So I decided when I saw Lahaina happen, right? Because everybody saw Lahaina happen. Okay. In real time. It was coming, it was coming to me on Instagram and I belong to a, I want to say, let's, let's call it an international group because it's more than one country. Okay. And these guys circulate information. Okay. And we circulate them like between each other. Hey, you saw this? Hey, this is happening over here. Hey, you saw this in Greece? Oh yeah. You know, there's a fire over here in Canada. Oh, really? Send me a clip of that. Okay. Here you go. Boom. Right. And these things go back and forth, back and forth. Okay. Now, um, if I go back to the beginning of how Lahaina happened, right? It was just a fire. There was a fire. There was a video on it, you know, and then this was in the early afternoon. There was a fire and then it went out, 
then mysteriously, right, this wildfire just erupts in the middle of Lahaina, okay, and rips through the whole town, destroys everything. People are jumping in the ocean. People are, are being fried, right? And, and yeah, I want to say that. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to pull punches here, but I'm not going to point fingers. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Um, they have lawsuits being filed. They have all this stuff going on. I'm not going to do that. Right. But what I'm going to do is step back in time. Okay. To tell you guys how I got here and why when I saw this, my understanding of this was like, Oh, <laughs> it's that. Right. And how when I, when I saw 9-11 on television, Okay, that's another thing. We're going to go all the way back there. And when I saw that, I went, oh, you know, and, and what I said. Okay, now, um, and I'm going to keep it as clean as possible. No worries. You know, I'm not into vulgar stuff, right? First, though, I really want to mahalo like everybody. Okay, attitude of gratitude. I want to mahalo everybody, um, most especially our newest supporter, Louise. Okay, so I'm not going to like call her out last name kind of stuff like that. But Louise, thank you so much. She's a sweetheart and she supports the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to the webpage and support the podcast. But here's what I'm going to do. I am going to go over some things that, um, yeah, how I got here. All right. So let's take you guys way back. Okay, let's go way, way back. Now, if I go way back, that takes me all the way back to my uncle who was a Vietnam vet. Now, my uncle who is a Vietnam vet, um, there was a couple of things about my uncle. And, and he's still alive. He just cannot talk. He's had strokes and, um, and he can't talk anymore. He cannot communicate very well. Okay. It, like, I, like I wouldn't be able to have a conversation with him and I don't even know if he would recognize me. Um, you know, he smiles and stuff like that, but I, I don't know if he's really recognizing me. Okay. And, uh, but anyway, he was in Vietnam. He went to Vietnam. He was scared out of his pants, but he was serving his country. Okay. He was in Vietnam and he saw how certain things work and he asked questions. He questioned things. He goes, why is that like that? How come, you know, this like that? And the guys in Vietnam on the, the boots on the ground guys, right? The guys that were with him, like some of the guys were experienced and were there before he got there and go, Oh, no, no, dude, this is the way it works. This is the way it works over here. And he's like, what? He goes, yeah, this is the way it works. Okay, now, let's fast forward. He goes through his Vietnam career. He gets out. He becomes, he, he starts playing music and becomes an entertainer in Waikiki. I, I wouldn't really call my uncle an entertainer. I would call him, although he can entertain, I would call my uncle a singer because he was a good singer. He had a great voice. He sounded, uh, if I got to, you know, pick somebody, he sounded like Neil Diamond. He loved Neil Diamond, Jose Feliciano. He loved, he loved those old guys. And he, um, and no disrespect to Maestro Jose, who is still alive, who, who I met, who I had a wonderful experience with. So, um, but yeah, those are older people, okay? The old school. Now, my uncle, um, he stepped in when I was 13. Uh, I'm an only child. Can you tell? <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> Hi, you Hawaiians. Hi, you Hawaiians. Okay. So, so my uncle stepped in, right? Because you know how kids, right? When they get to be 13, right? And they thought they, they start thinking they're all that and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm hmm. So my uncle knew that it was about time for me and that I was going to start being like that. And so at that point, um, instead of being the hatchet man in my family, you know, the guy that my mom would say like, like, Hey, I'm going to call uncle Glenn, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, he started becoming my friend. He started going, Hey, come here. Hey, like, look, there's, there's, there's no judgment here, you know? And he always told me a couple of things. One of them is like, what about God? What about God? You know, I used to tell himself, right, and complain about my life, <laughs> about my teenage life, my 13-year-old life, right? <laughs> and he used to be, what about God? And, and I used to be like, what about God, right? <laughs> and so, but I always kept that in my head, right? So when I saw stuff go down, my first question would be like, what about God? You know that bumper sticker that goes, what would Jesus do? Okay, so mine was like, what about God, right? And and no disrespect to Jesus or anything. I love Jesus, okay? Love Jesus. I'm just saying that my thing is Father God. My thing is God, okay? And that's that's whatever that is, I don't know. I do not know, 
Okay, I can't sit here and tell you I know God, I know Jesus, and in Jesus' name, in God's name. I I don't wanna I don't want responsibility always for something that powerful, okay? Because I don't do nothing in in God's name or Jesus' name, okay? Uh, yeah, and that, that's a whole, uh, that's another podcast that goes along with my 501c3 podcast. Okay. Don't get me started on that. Uh, I have my own feelings about that, but my uncle would always say, what about God? And the other thing that he always used to say, right, is like, Hey, God put you and I together for a reason. He always told me that he was God put you and I together for a reason. And, and I, Oh, that's still in the back of my head, you know? And my uncle always came out with the I love you. And I was 13, and my uncle was, you know, he was older, right? He was in his 30s. And he was like, I love you. I love you, that's why. Sit down. I love you, that's why. And he said, tell me these things. Like, lecture me, right? For hours. And I, and I, and I was like, wow, like, you know, like my uncle's like telling me all this stuff. Like, my brain can I handle. My brain's exploding, right? You know, like what they say now, right? And, uh, but, but he was like, I love you, that's why. And so he used to sit me down and tell me all this stuff, right? And he used to tell me all about the syndicate stuff and the stuff that he was involved in and his friends and this and that and all of what they did. But, okay, before he did all of that stuff, because that was like 14, 15, and I saw some stuff, always. I saw some stuff. But before all of that happened, I was sitting in his living room one night and I was listening to his stereo. Now he had um he had this um these Panasonic headphones. They were stereo headphones back in the day, and you guys are gonna laugh. There were two speakers in each side. That's how big this thing was. It was Panasonic top of the line, you know, like you had two two plugs to plug it in, like left and right, you know. And so I would I would I was sitting there listening to the to the stereo with this stuff, right? Because it sounded like amazing. And um, so I'm sitting there, I'm listening to my stuff, and he walks over with this small book. It was a small paperback book, and he goes, hey, you're smart, read this. And he gave it to me. And the book was called The Trilateral Commission. Okay, The Trilateral Commission. I'm like, hmm, Trilateral Commission. He goes, it's about government, read it. And I'm like, Okay, because I always did what my uncle said, right? Not, not partially, I guess, because I was afraid of him. But at that point, I wasn't really afraid of him. I just respected him. And if he said, you know, do something, like I thought, well, okay, that's the thing to do. So I read the book, right? When I was like in the third chapter of this book that ran down the trilateral commission, what it is, how it was conceived, who runs it, who the members are, and you know, all of that, right? I was like to to coin a phrase red pilled okay and and I was being red pilled in other words my eyes were being open my eyes were being open to how the world is really run right and and this wasn't conspiracy there is a trilateral commission go look it up and there are founders and there are members and you go go look it up and it's there right now i read this stuff when when i was 13 uh, I am, <laughs> I am older now. Okay. Or like way older. So I dive in, right? I do a deep dive with this stuff and I read all this stuff and I was like, what, what, what else you got on this? And my uncle's like, here. And so back in the day, what they did was they had manila envelopes and they would put papers and documents and whatever, and they would send it to you. So they would mail stuff to each other. They had this community. Okay. Like now when you're on a Facebook group, right? Okay. They had their own Facebook group back in the day. It consisted of manila envelopes and documents, and they would mail it back and forth to each other. And these are what you would call patriots, okay? These are the people that cared about the country, and they cared about the truth and how things really are and, you know, that kind of thing, right? So, you know, fast forward, right? So I learned this, and then I learned that, and then, and pretty soon YouTube was invented because YouTube wasn't even a thing. It wasn't even born, then YouTube came along, right? So fast forward to this radio show that I was a part of, and I was blessed to be a part of it, you know? And um, I started really liking the guy that was the, the head of the radio show, the leader, right? And it wasn't, it wasn't the show that, you know, made me popular or anything like that. I was already popular, and I worked on this show with this guy and this girl. Um, I really liked the girl, and I was starting to really like the guy because I didn't know the guy. 
and and getting to work with a guy, you know, I didn't I didn't particularly like the way he worked as a professional, right? But I I separate things. And as a person, I really liked the guy. Like I started liking the guy. Oh, wow, you know, this guy's a really good guy. He's a really cool guy. And um and then, you know, I, I started hearing stories to the contrary, but you know, I don't I don't really like unless it happens to me, right? I, I don't make those judgments. So I started liking the guy and everything. But here's the thing. The program director, the the guy, the boss, right? He only let us talk three times an hour. So I would bring my laptop to work and I would plug in my headphones, right? And in, in my laptop, my earbuds, I had, you know, the wire kind, right? <laughs> no, the old school kind. And I would sit down and I would, I would go through lectures and watch lectures and lectures because there was a lot of time between the breaks and we only had three breaks an hour. So I must have gone through... Um, gosh, in nine months, I must have gone through, ooh, I don't know, like hundreds of lectures, okay? And of course, because it was YouTube, right? And it was a thing and I could get all the access to university professors and everybody else. I, st- I knew what to look for. I knew what to study, right? The things that I wanted to really have, um, you know, I, I wanted, I wanted to have, uh, you know, a good, a good sense of, you know, uh, how the other end of or the missing pieces of this thing, right? The other end of it. And so I kept, you know, kept going, kept going, kept going, right? Studied all this esoteric knowledge, studied all this government stuff, all this stuff, right? Conspiracy, you name it, studied it, okay? And um, went through all these lectures. And then finally, right? Like at the, you know, at the end of the show when I couldn't work with them anymore because they, they let four of us go. In fact, if you, if you, if you plug my name into Google, uh, you will find where uh, there is that there one TV station because it was on TV, it was on radio, it was embarrassing. Uh, it was it was very embarrassing, right? You know, all of a sudden because I had all this success, right? Boom, 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 like right up the ladder, and then and then, bam! You know, my name was on being mentioned on on the six o'clock news, right? They, oh yeah, you know, Junior, you gotta let go <laughs> with three other guys, <laughs> like you know. But there were there were budget cuts that were happening, and this was this was back in the. Uh, you know, during the recession, 2008, 2009, right around that, that era. And so anyway, but I had gone through all this stuff, right? And I had recognized everything on YouTube because I had already studied it. I had already read about it. I already knew what it was. Now, you know, before I, um, I'm not here to call out anybody, okay? I'm not here to expose anything, okay? Um, if you want information from me, um, you can write to me. Okay, it's here for you, USA at gmail.com. Here for you, USA at gmail.com. And I will uh, reply accordingly, as they say. But I'm not here to do it on a podcast um, because I want to observe the community guidelines. Okay, one, number one, first and foremost, right? We don't want to get canceled. Uh, number two, uh, I'm not out to change the world. Okay, I change people. I change people with my life coaching every, every day. Uh, every week, I should say, not every day. I don't work every day, but every week, right? And so, so that's one thing, right? And you're not here to change the world, okay, Hawaiians? You are not here to change the world. But when you recognize these things, okay, you need to know you're not crazy. You need to know that it's not you, that yes, there is a plan, okay? And the only way that plans change is if enough of yous get together, okay, and say, no, 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 we're not doing them that way. Nope, we're going to do them like this, okay? Now, that may be a challenge, um, but I have seen countries that have turned their lives around. I have this one friend of mine. Um, it's a girl. It's a beautiful girl. She's, she's gorgeous, and she lives in Romania, and she told me a story about how they, you know, used to be a communist country and how they changed that and how they, they stormed the capital and, and just changed it. Okay. I'm not going to give information and, and whatever because it was a pretty gory kind of detailed thingy that she was telling me. Okay. But anyway, there's a certain way that governments are run. There's a certain way that things are done. Okay. Now there's a certain control board kind of thing. Okay. Uh, we have owners of the planet, okay? They're, they're, they're not, they, they don't all agree. The owners of the planet do not all agree, all right? And here's where you have divine balance, 
Okay, you have divine balance. There is a balance, Hawaiians. Okay, so number one, this is your life coaching part right here. There is a balance because sometimes things go like this over here to the right. Sometimes they go to the left. I'm not talking political right, political left. I'm talking directions. Okay, sometimes it goes over here to the right, to the right, to the right. And then over here to the left, to the left, everything you own in the box to the left, right? <laughs> okay, so it, it, and then sometimes, right, sometimes it just stays in the middle for a while. Okay, now when it stays in the middle for too long, okay, something happens to shift it left or right. Okay, and you guys got to know that you guys are watching a movie. You are watching a movie, Hawaiians. Okay, so and the movie Okay, it does not have a particular title to it or anything. Um, if I could say what the movie was, I would say it's just a matrix. Okay, and, and you can make this whatever you want. Okay, you can, you can make your life into anything you want. Okay, I'm living proof because if I can do it, anybody can do it. If I can, me, right? So I was sleeping on a sidewalk in Chinatown, you know, next to a movie theater, right? I mean... So, so yeah, if I can, anybody can. And I mean anybody, right? Now, here's the thing. You have a life path, okay? And, and before I continue with, with that part, okay, I'm just going to say you have a life path. You are here to perform certain things, okay? And you have free will. You can do whatever you want, okay? But if you live your life path and you're here and, and you accomplish the things that you're supposed to do, Okay, now you gotta find what you're supposed to do. And if you just be still long enough and sit still long enough and close your eyes and just relax long enough, it will come to you. It will keep coming to you. It will bug you. It will poke you in the ribs kind of thing. You know, when somebody poking you with the index finger, like, yeah, yeah, like that. It'll poke you and you'll be like, oh, okay, okay, I'll go do it, right? Because that's what you were meant to do. That's what God put you on the on the planet for. Or if you don't believe in God, then, then okay, well, however you believe. But you do have a purpose. And a lot of people need to find their purpose, right? Some people don't have purpose or they say they don't have purpose because they never looked, okay? They never paid attention. They just got distracted by all this commercialism, Okay, by commerce, okay, by, by, by all of this capitalism that we got going on, which to me is the way to go because everything else has failed, okay? And, um, and capitalism allows everyone an equal opportunity. Now, I know what some people say, oh, no, no more equal because these guys, they no more money. Well, guess what? There are so many people that started out with zero, okay, zero, Okay, when I started out, right, I had help from my parents and all, all like that. But there was a time when I just, I cut the ties, right? And I cut, and the, the only thing I don't, the only thing I, re, I have one regret in my whole life. And that regret is the way I cut the tie, okay, with my family. Uh, that, that part was rather harsh. And I am, I am pretty, uh, I am, I, I was pretty harsh. I, I still am pretty harsh if people get on my bad side. And, and it was harsh. Okay. So that part I regret. And, uh, I have apologized for that. I made up for that and everything is good with me and my family and has been for many, 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 many years. Okay. But I will tell you something that you do have a life path. If you follow that, guarantee success, like guarantee, because that's what you were made for. Right. And, and, you know, I can't, I can't stop talking about that commercial that I saw. Right. And I saw a commercial locally for you people out of, from out of town and stuff like that. I saw this commercial about a dairy, a local dairy in Hawaii. And he goes, you know, my grandfather drove the, the milk truck and my father drove the milk truck and now I'm driving the milk truck. Right. And I thought to myself, you know, and I always say this on the podcast and I thought to myself, oh, this family doesn't have any ambition. No, no, no. This family was living their life path. Okay, because cells have memory. Okay, and these things are brought down the gene pool. And then, you know, another generation happens, right? You know, my dad was a teacher. My mom was a teacher. I'm a teacher. My son was a drill sergeant. I don't know what my grandson is going to do. I, I don't know yet. Right? He's still young, right? Um, so, and, and I don't know my grandson, but I suppose that somewhere along the line, he'll end up teaching something. Okay, because it just comes down the down the gene pool like that. Um, but anyway, 
So when I saw that with the milk truck, right? And I'm like, eh. and, and then I realized, no, as I got older, you know, I grew up, right? And I go, no, 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 wait a minute. That we need milk truck drivers. We need janitors. We need people, you know, in government. We need people, we need organization. We need some kind of order, right? We need laws. We need all these things, right? So, so now let, let's, let's take a step backwards back into the conspiracy world. So, Having all this background in conspiracy, right? I remember 9-11. So let, let's talk about that real quick. So 9-11, right? When 9-11 happened, I was, I was opening the eyes of one of my students for a while. Mm-hmm. I always do this because it is better to walk through life very cautious with your eyes open, right? than to just wander like a dummy through life with your eyes closed and oblivious to everything, okay? And um, when I when 9-11 happened, here's where I was and what I was doing. I got up in the middle of the night. I was, like, in my 30s, okay? I got up in the middle of the night, and I used to smoke cigarettes back in the day. And I, I drove down to the service station to get a pack of cigarettes. And I also like to go for drives and stuff, right? So I went for a drive after that, right? So here I am. I'm taking my drive. I'm going down, you know. And I turn around and then I, I go back home, okay? Now I have everything. I'm good, you know. I walk in the house and whatever. And um, I turn on my computer, which was in the very back of my house. And I turn on the computer and I saw the image of the jet, okay, that had just hit the World Trade Center. And I'm like, Whoa, like, I'm like, well, you know, my, my first gut reaction, okay, was what came out of my mouth. And I said, effing government. That's what I said. It just instinctual, just right there, like, bam, right? Then I, I turn on the thing and, and it says the president has declared, uh, an, an attack, like we're under attack. And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> like you know, um, and and there's something you should know about the United States military. We are the military of the world, <laughs> guys. We're the military, China, all those guys. No, no, no comparison. Okay, no comparison. Uh, which is why that another reason why that came. So, th- so this, my my gut reaction was based on facts. It was based on years of study, like years, years. Okay, here's another fact I'll tell you. Okay. So Lockheed Martin, I made a, I made a lot of money off their stock, okay? And, and a few years, I'm not flexing, I'm just saying. I made money off their stock. These guys are brilliant, like the best in the world. Okay, so Lockheed Martin, I, I, I'll tell you this side story. We're going to be to the right. Oh, it's going to the right. Okay, so I went down to Ihilani, this place here in, in on Oahu. And I went down and I thought, well, you know, I, I'm going to, we were going to audition. We were trying to put together like a dinner and show package for the hotel. And the, the hotel was supposed to put up the food side. We were going to put up the entertainment. We were going to create this show and we were going to get paid for it. We we're trying to create income. Okay. So I went down to audition for the food and beverage people. And this lady who, um, I guess I was talking to the wrong person or whatever, but this lady, uh, came down and, you know, I was talking to her and she set the whole thing up and, I think she just wanted me to go down there because of who I was and, you know, whatever. And so I got there, right? Now, she was walking me up towards the pool and she goes, you want to see the jet? And I'm like, what jet? She goes, oh, well, you see all those people over there by the pool? And I go, yeah. She goes, that's a Lockheed Martin convention. They're all here on convention. They're here for a like a convention. I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, the demonstration jet is going to fly by pretty soon and it's going to do a demo. And I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah. So, I go, okay. So the pretty soon I hear this jet coming, right? It's their brand new, uh, I think it was a F, what is it? F. 23 F something. Um, anyway, it was an F-22 Raptor. F-22 Raptor. It just came out at that, at that time. And it was like, a, a, I don't know how many millions of dollars for like one plane, right? And so here the th- so I hear this thing coming and I hear the, the noise. She goes, she grabs me by the hand, this, this Filipino girl, right? And, 
And she goes, look, honey, the jet. And she like grabbed my hand like we were a couple, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh, baby, if the jet wasn't coming, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Hawaiians. Uh, let's get back to the podcast. Anyway, but so, so she goes, you know, that's what she said, right? And the jet comes. Now, this jet comes and goes straight right when it gets to Ihilani. It goes straight up in the sky, like straight up, like a rocket. And it goes straight, straight up like that, right? And then it starts slowing down. And I'm like, what? And it starts backing down on its tail, okay? And, I, and I'm like, whoa. Like, it's the first time I saw anything like that. The jet was backing down on its tail, Okay, like like slow motion in reverse going down. And I'm like, whoa, I never saw a jet do that. Then the jet evened out like a Harrier. Uh, I know you boys know what a Harrier is for you ladies. A Harrier is a jet that can hover like a helicopter. Okay, but it's a jet. It's not a prop. It's not like an Osprey. Okay, um, a lot of Osprey aircraft have been crashing lately, but no, it's not like that. It's a jet. Okay, so this thing, this thing maneuvers into a, like a Harrier type position where it's hovering and then the engines fire and it goes straight forward. And I'm like, whoa, talk about a lesson in physics. Like, I mean, I was impressed. I was impressed. I was like, at that moment, I said to myself, <laughs> we don't need worry. <laughs> we don't need worry. You'll be good. The United States is good, right? Okay. So anyway, so that happened, right? Now, because, you know, I've been down this path with my uncle and, and all this stuff and, you know, everything, right? I understand the superiority, the military superiority of the United States, okay? And now, so so back to 9-11, right? So 9-11 happened. I see the thing in the thing. I go, ah, effing government, you know, all of that, right? Okay, then all the conspiracy theorist stuff starts coming out, right? And everything lines up, Okay. Everything lines up. All the stories line up. Everything checks out, right? And through the whole chain of events, there's a little arrogance here, right? There's like, eh, we don't care if you know. Eh, we don't care if you see it. Eh, we don't care, right? All right. Now, that was 9-11. Now, let's fast forward to Lahaina, okay? And the only trouble with, with 9-11 and, and Lahaina was that Lahaina happened in our backyard, Okay, this is our place, Hawaiians. This is ours. Okay, now this is what happened. Okay, the fire erupts, right? And now we're being told it erupted out of nowhere. It just it just started. Originally, they, they were blaming the electric company. Okay, that was the first. I'm not saying electric company or not or whatever. Okay, I'm not passing judgment here. I'm just saying what happened. Okay, so first they go, oh, well, there was just fire, you know, it started up there and then the power lines fell down and then it ignited uh, all the brush and, you know, all of that, right? Then you have native Hawaiians coming out going, you know what, um, the, the, these water rights that, that we had expired on the 7th and then on the 8th, this thing started. Like, okay, there's another coincidence, right? Okay, the other coincidence, right, is like... Um, the governor was out of town. The governor was out of town. The mayor was oblivious. He was on the other side of the island. I mean, all these things, right? The guy who handled the emergency uh, department or whatever, okay? I, this is not a political podcast. So I'm not going to name names and titles and all of that. But the emergency dude, right, wasn't even on the island. You know where he was? When these people had this big catastrophe happening in Lahaina, he was in a hotel in Waikiki sucking them up. Um, that, that's an expression, the old school expression. Uh, he was he was having cocktails. He was having cocktails. Guess with who? With with the Federal Emergency Management uh, Administration people, FEMA, right? So with FEMA people, right? So, okay. Anyway, don't get me started on FEMA. Anyway, now the government itself took a long time to respond, right? Now that's another thing. Now you keep adding up, you keep adding up these things, right? I don't know what you're going to add it up to, okay? I know what I'm going to add it up to, and I'm not going to say, right? Because I want to keep my show. But I'm just saying. So that's another thing that happened, right? And I, I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying what I saw, what happened. People were jumping into the water. People were losing their lives in their cars on Front Street in Lahaina, on Maui, okay? In a, in a fire that was so big that it never, ever, ever happened before, Right? Like never. And everybody's going, whoa, 
what, what's up with this, right? Nobody saw the likes of it ever before. Okay, so now the rest of Lahaina, you probably know, right? The rest of it, you've probably seen on the news. You've seen it on social media. You don't need another account from me, okay? It's sad. It's a travesty. Um, you know, in, in my mind, it's, it's like uh, it, it should have never happened. Uh, in my mind, there was no excuse for the excuses that are being made, right, by political and all of that stuff, right? But, but more than anything, I feel, I feel heavy, Hawaiians. I feel heavy, okay? Um, I, think, I think all local people felt heavy because for the first time, it happened here. It happened here. And, and the truth and the bottom line of this is people lost their land, no matter how you slice it, okay? They either lost their land or they're going to lose their land, okay? There's water rights too. So the water rights, right, come with the land, okay? So the water rights and, and, and stuff that, that almost had, you see, see so what happens is the, the Hawaiian people get ahead, they get ahead, they get ahead, they get ahead, push back. Get ahead, get ahead, get ahead, push back, you see, all the time. Now, this is nothing new, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, this is not a racial thing, okay? No, no, ra- no racial. But I'm just saying that it's been the case. We have seen this. We have witnessed this, okay? Now, granted, there, there was Hurricane Iniki, which was very serious on the island of Kauai. The, the eye of the hurricane went right through the middle of the island, right? It tore up everything. That's why there's a lot of chickens, on Kauai because it, they all got out of their chicken coops, right? And they, you know, never, never caught all of them to put them back. <laughs> but, but, but that's, that's what it is, right? So that happened. Big, big, you know, FEMA went over there, right? Okay. With the National Guard, every boots on the ground the next day. The next day, okay, in Lahaina, all you had was local people, local people helping local people. And there's, there's nothing like local people. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if, if you're in Tennessee right now listening to me. Because there's people all over it. We've got 50, 56 countries and, and 29 states or something listening to us. So if, if you're in one of those places, right? Okay. And, and your perspective is like your local people, you know, this, that, and the other. And you guys are the best or whatever. Okay. I have to respectfully disagree. Mm-hmm. Only because... When I see movie, uh, not, not movie, news clips, sorry. <laughs> when I see news clips, I'm getting, I'm getting emotional of it always. When I, no, when I, when I see clips like from Hurricane Katrina, you know, from, from all these natural disasters, I don't see anything happening like I saw here locally with local people. Okay, local people was there. Local people was delivering supplies. Local people was, you know who was turning them back? The Coast Guard was turning them back. FEMA was telling them, nope, no can. The Red Cross was going, nope, no can. It's not approved. It's, this is not approved, uh, you know, aid. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like I, like, I had a WTF moment, right, when I saw that. And I saw it online, right, all this stuff. It, it just went down like that. Now, let's get back to the, you know, the other part of it, the coincidental part. Let's call it that. Let's call it coincidence, okay? Because like, I don't want to get labeled. I don't want... Yeah, I don't, I don't need that in my life, okay? Um, I got banned on Facebook for two days because I was trying to bridge the gap between the young people and the kupuna and show them everything, right? Show the kupuna, look, 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 here, boom, 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 right? You guys are not getting this information. You guys are getting media, so I bridged the gap. As a result, I got banned for two days. I'm like, eh, whatever, right? I got banned for two days. I'm like, I'm good with it. I'm fine. I succeeded in my mission which was to educate. I'm an educator, okay? I've been an educator for years and years and years and years, okay? Uh, 34 to be exact, right? And I'm like, no, here, this is, this is what it is. And I had to show people because you cannot wake someone up by going, hey, wake up. <laughs> They're not going to wake up. You have, to, you have to put things in front of them. And pretty soon they ask questions. Pretty soon they like, hey, how come it's like that? And we, yeah, it's like that. You never know. Well, check it out, Right? That's how you change people. That's how you change society. That's how you change everything. Okay. And I'm, I'm not just talking political. I'm talking anything. Awareness, right? If, if, if there's not enough wildlife, you, you go out and you take video and go look. See, look, the forest is empty, right? We need some, we need some wildlife, 
right? And then you create awareness, and then people go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I was too busy with my life to worry about wildlife. Yeah, we do. Okay, and they donate to the Wildlife Fund or whatever, whatever. I'm just giving an example. So so when I started doing this, right, and then I got, you know, banned for a couple of days, um, I was forced to take down the videos because I saw what, what was happening. They flagged me for two separate videos, and they flagged me for videos that I sent in Messenger, it wasn't like videos, you know, so messenger, okay, private. It was private videos that I was sending. And I know which one it was, okay? It was a video of a Maui County Council meeting where somebody stood up and told the truth. It was a third grade teacher, you know, and you guys listening in Hawaii, you guys know what I'm talking about, okay? It was all over social media. And I was sharing it because I was like, you know what? You guys need to know. The people that, of course, that I sent it to. Okay, now, Facebook flagged that. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, I, I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit. But I went on and I, I, I deleted everything else. Okay. So from, you know, from the 10th, okay, from August 10th on, you're not going to see anything there. Only things that I've shared, nothing I've posted. Okay, because I, I can't do that. Because this, this thing is bigger than me, Hawaiians. Okay. So I'm not the man. I'm not going to change the world. I'm not Mahatma Gandhi, right? Those days are gone, okay? We have computers. We, everything is computerized. Pretty soon, everything's going to be AI, okay? And when things are AI, um, you're not going to have a choice, okay? So these are the last, you know, these are the good old days, right here. Enjoy these days, Owens. These are the good old days, all right? So let's call this coincidence. So there were so many coincidences that lined up with other coincidences, right? There was a coincidence where the sheriff, the guy, the, the chief of police, the, the man, right? He, he was from another city that had another coincidence, right? A mass coincidence. And then he ends up on Maui and then, oops, there's another coincidence. So like there's so many coincidences, okay? So I go to work early. My office is in Bishop Square, okay, in Powahi Tower, Okay, my office is up. I drive past the state capitol every morning. Okay, I get up early in the morning. Sometimes I get up at 3.30. Sometimes I get up at 2. Sometimes I get up at 4.30. Okay, but when I'm on my way to get my Starbucks, right, I pass the state capitol. Guess what? Governor's office light is on, right? He's working hard, okay? Now, I don't know what he's working on, and it's none of my business, but he's working, okay? Everybody's sleeping. He's working, Guess what else? Guess who else is working, Hawaiians? Okay? Your legislators. And I'm not just talking about people in Hawaii. Okay? Hawaiians. Okay? You guys in Minnesota, Hawaiians. Okay? All you, all you Hawaiians. All you Hawaiians. When you're at work doing your one, two, or three jobs to survive, guess what they're doing? And when I say they, right? I mean the people that are making new laws and new policies and new this and new that. Right? And then pretty soon you go, what? This is illegal. How, how is that illegal? Oh, no, look, there's a law. Well, oh, that, that law went on the books uh, when I was working last week. Yeah, there you go. You see, when you're hard at work, so the work is the distraction. Okay? When you're working hard to support your family, that's actually the distraction. Okay? Other people are working hard while you're working hard. They're just working at something else. Okay? I'm not going to say. It's not my place to say. Like I said, I'm not here to save the world, okay? But I will tell you, Hawaiians, when your eyes are open, okay, and you can see these things at work and see these things at play, you have less WTF moments. You can enjoy more with your family. Things, things are easier to take because you go, oh, wow. You know, I know so many people that used to work for political people. You know, my mom was, my mom was one. Okay, my mom worked for political people for years and years and years and years and years, and then she became a political person. Okay, so I mean, there's a machine there. Okay, and and you know, I I know this guy like uh, this this guy right now that that is uh, actually used to be in the entertainment business and he's now a part of the machine. Okay, he says he's not part of the machine, but guess what? You don't get to play. Okay, you don't get reelected. So let's put it this way. If he gets reelected, he's part of the machine. Okay, because you don't get reelected unless you play ball. 
okay? It's like a baseball team, right? Unless you're a beneficial part of the team, you don't get to play anymore. And, and that's how it works in Hawaii. That's how it works in a lot of places, okay? And I'm not just talking politics, okay? Um, there's, there, there was entertainment. I, I was a part of entertainment for years and years and years. I wasn't a part of the entertainment industry, okay? What I did was I owned a wedding and party business, and God said, okay, here, you can have this. Okay, this is yours, okay? And guess what, Hawaiians? When I went through that journey, right, I was, I was kind of salty because I was like, damn, I want to do what they're doing, right? And I was like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to I wanna work for the record company pumping out albums and, and doing that. Well, if you go on iTunes, you'll see my albums. They're there, okay? I, I, I don't know. I think I have five or six of them. But anyway, they're there, okay? So I got to do it. I just couldn't do it the way I wanted to do it or the way I envisioned doing it. But God said, here, here you go. Yeah, you like do this here, boom. So I had a wedding and party business, but it looked like I was part of the entertainment industry, okay? Because I was on the radio, okay? So I was lucky enough to be on the radio. The guy that put me on the radio, like, God bless him. He was good to me um, as, I mean, yeah, <laughs> for a while. He was good to me. You know, I'm not, not, not trash talking him at all. Yeah, for a while, he was really good to me. And, um, and it was, you know, it was good when it was good, what it was good for, right? That's how everything is in life. There's seasons. There's seasons for this, seasons for that. Okay, so that happened, right? So that, so it, I gave the impression to people that I was part of the industry. I wanted to be part of the industry, so it kind of felt good. It looked good, felt good. Got to do what I always dreamed of doing. I lived my dreams, okay? Um, but it's the same way in entertainment, where if you cross somebody, you don't get to go through that door anymore. You cross this guy over here, you don't get to play in that showroom anymore. You cross that guy over there, you don't get to play in that club anymore. You cross this guy over here, you don't get to play in his hotel anymore. I mean, that kind of thing, okay? So I'm not just saying this is politics. This is everyday stuff. All right, now here's your life coaching, okay? Like I said, I'm going to go back to life path. You have your own life path, okay? So you do what you do. You be you, okay, and live it up. Because you know what? The odds are more than three trillion to one that you were born. More than three trillion to one, okay? That's the, you know, fertilization of the egg thing. Okay, you made it, Hawaii. You made it. You're here. This is you. You're here. And if you're listening to my podcast, you can afford a phone, Okay, if you're listening to my podcast, you can afford to be on Spotify or on, on one of the outlets. We've got tons of outlets, okay, or, or on Apple Podcast, and you own an iPhone. Guess what? You're one of the few in the world. You're one of a handful in the world. You think there's a lot. You think there's a lot, but when you add up 7 billion people, okay, and then you take the average, how many, how many people own an iPhone out of 7 billion, okay? And then you're one of those guys. See, it's a blessing. You have to count your blessings. You have to focus on what you want and not on what you don't want. Because there's a lot of guys right now going around going, you know, I don't want the communists to take over. You know, I don't want this to be like that. You know, I don't want the racist to take over. I don't want, you know, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. Okay, you can't do that. You cannot do that. You have to go, you know what? I love being in America because of the laws we have. I love being in America because it is like it is, right? And if you're not in America, let's say, you know, we, we, have, we have Middle Eastern people listening, okay? I love being in Saudi Arabia because we have this, we have that. We have, we have, we have pride, we have honor, we have morals, we have values, you know? We serve Allah, whatever you do, okay? Whoever you are, wherever you are. So Theodore Roosevelt, a very, very brilliant president of ours in America, he took, he took the quote from somebody else, but he said, do what you can with what you have from where you are. Okay? And that's your life coaching lesson. You know, not all of us have perfect health. Okay? I just went to the doctor, and, and you know what? There's a difference between fit and healthy. 
I went to the doctors. I'm not fit. I've been out of the gym for a while. I am not fit. <laughs> I tell you right now, if, if, if I had to run a quarter mile right now, oh, man. But here's the thing. I'm healthy. Right? I went to the doctor. They took my blood test and they ran all the, you know, all the stuff. Right? The profile. Profile. Can't even talk. Profile. Right? Okay. And it came back like, whoa, you're on an upward trend. I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, it's actually a downward trend. Like, lower cholesterol. Lower this. Lower that. I'm getting healthier. Right? I was healthy. I'm getting healthier. Right? Fit? Nah. Not yet. I got to work on that. I'm like, see? And we all have to work on something. But you know what? We are all here to serve a purpose. Okay? So if you're upset at what happened in Lahaina and you identify with the Hawaiian people and you think certain things are unfair and you see things going down that are unfair, I'm here to tell you that you're probably right. You're probably what you're feeling when, when you see what you're seeing. Okay, you're probably right because human beings are engineered to recognize the truth. Okay, we're engineered that way. In other words, somebody has to mix a lie with the truth to lie to us and get us to believe it. Okay, and yes, there are things bigger than us that are controlling things. Okay, and Jesus Christ said in the Bible, I will be with you until the end of these system of things not till the end of the world okay uh, i hate to tell you guys but the world is not ending <laughs> okay the world will be here you will end before the world <laughs> okay i'll tell you that right now okay so yeah it, it's a long it's a long and and kind of religious thing and i'm not going to get into that okay but it's a long religious explanation but just know okay that the christ is in you whether you call it Christ, Christos, Krishna, it's in you, okay? And it's in every religion. It's in every, well, almost every religion. It's in several religions that, that explain what the truth is, like what you are, okay? And the, the ability, more importantly, the ability that you have, the ability you have to manifest the life of your dreams is, is awesome, and, and the only reason I can say this, Hawaiians, the only reason, and I'm not flexing, but I've done it. I've done it. You know, when I was 12 years old, I was dreaming of everything I did in the last 34 years. And I did it. And now I'm serving my purpose. Okay? And, and yeah, I did not plan to serve my purpose. I did not plan to teach. I did not plan to carry on the family tradition. I did not plan that. I did not want that. And, and I'm totally upfront and honest about that okay but we will continue and i will give you clues as to certain things in commentary form okay um i will speak my mind but not in the way that you think okay if you want that you gotta write to me here for you usa at gmail.com that's here for you usa at gmail.com and i will be more than happy to like go over everything and you know and uh, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I, I gotta go off. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Hawaiians, live your dreams. Live your purpose. Okay? And above all, okay, be good and not evil. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Voice Master, Family of Service Companies, and Darren Chinen at afmhawaiimusic.com. Until next time, I'm Junior Kiko. We have a junior saying mahalo and aloha.